And then people always challenge you on the fun stuff. Do you notice that sometimes? Well, how can I have they fun do. when I'm having this and when this is happening and when all the world is falling up? What do you do with that? Hello, once again, to all you podcast listeners. Today's guest is your coach, trusted partner, and strategic ally, helping you to find success on your own terms. She works with her clients to create systems and strategies to ensure their success isn't fleeting, but sustainable. And now let's hear it from our friend on this episode of Lori Talks, Andrea Libros. It's all how you think about something, right? Yeah. The action, I mean, this is the other thing. It's like the actions may honestly be hard or uncomfortable, but you know, if you're thinking, it, you can change your thoughts so that you are thinking it is fun. Like how you mean, give you an example. Um, figuring out Clubhouse, it's not super straightforward. You've got to do a little, you need a little brain work in there. But if you think about what's the ultimate goal here, the ultimate goal is to connect with people and to add enjoyment into your life, then you're willing to do that kind of hard and uncomfortable stuff to create that fun experience. I never thought of it as fun. But you have to think of it as fun because it it's not sustainable if it's not fun. Right? I mean, how long, you're not going to, because our brain only wants to do three things. Our brain wants things to be easy, safe, and comfortable. That's it. That's, that's what we're all about. Like if you go back to caveman era, the goals were to don't get eaten by the bears. So avoid pain, seek pleasure, and conserve energy. That's the motivational triad. So I always say if you can do that and make it simple, doable, and fun, then it's a win-win. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you heard it. Andrea Libra. <laughs> My <laughs> Yes. Andrea, I want to ask you how it is that you're so organized. How am I so organized? Oh, my goodness. I mean, I think my job on earth is to put value out into the world. Like I call it like contributing to my value bank. And I want people to borrow things from the bank. So if I'm going to continue to put as much value out there into the world as possible, then I only have so many hours in a day to do it. So I try to use those hours to their fullest. And that means I've got to be organized. How do I do that? It's just basically managing my mind. Managing your time is a reflection of how well you manage your mind. So if you're managing your time really well, that means you're managing your mind and your thinking really well. So I guess that's how I do it. I work on trying to manage my mind. Right. What made you want to study psychology? Um, Really just because I was really intrigued by how people think. I really liked the neuro part of it. So what goes into our brains and then how it comes out. So we're, we're always getting stimuli in there. There's 60,000 thoughts a day. Did you know that? We have yeah, I heard it was 70. Okay. Somewhere in there, right? <laughs> yes. 75,000 thoughts a day. So if you've got all those thoughts going in there and you've got to be able to do something with them. So I picture like a, a highway or a freeway that goes around the city. You know how the, every city, every major city has the highways that go around in a circle. Right. You're on that highway in your car driving, and if there's nowhere to get off to park, you go around and around and around. So our brain, we've got to be able to park our thoughts, or else we're just going around and around and around the, on the freeway around the city. And we've got to have a place to park things or to put them. And that, again, is like managing your mind. You've got to park the thought and analyze it. Do I want to keep this? Do I not want to keep this? 
if you don't do that, if you can't park the thought or park the car, then you continue to spin, spin, spin around. Okay. And that is not helpful. What makes a client coachable? How do you know if it's a client you want to work with? So that's a good question. Ooh, that is a good question. I'm listening to this interview back in my studio, and Lori talks. Looks like you brought your thinking cap today. But please, yes, uh, tell us, inquiring minds want to know. So I want to work with people who are really willing to, I like to say, commit to their own growth. So they are done wavering, wanting, wishing, and waiting. (laughs) So, So, you know, we all do that, right? We all kind of waver on what we want in life or what we want to focus on. But they've recognized that that's the place they're in and they're, they're kind of tired of being there. So they want to commit. Like they're all in. I want my clients to be all in. So if I have to convince someone that coaching could benefit them, then that's probably not my client. Now, how do you get rid of them? If they paid you. They, right. So, um, you know what's interesting is that get rid of them. I've never really had to fire a client. It's somehow, some, and it's really only half, I can only think of three people who have not, like we, I create an initial agreement, and I usually work for people with people for at least six months or six months is our initial agreement. I can only think of three people that we have not gotten through those six months, and they kind of decided themselves that they weren't all in. And did they ever get ready? Because sometimes you're just not ready, and then maybe a week yeah. later, a year later, a decade later, you get back to it and you say, okay, now I really am ready. I mean, yes. Yeah, so, so it has happened that I've done a consult and someone's like, you know what, it's just this isn't the right time and that's okay. They come back because they wrap their head around it. Or they're, again, they, they're like waiting. This isn't the right time. And then they realize that there is no perfect time and they come back. Um, but if I start working with someone, if I've gotten to that point and we're like, yes, we're all in. Once I start, you know, 99.9% of the time, people start, they, they realize that how impactful this kind of work can be. And they, you know, they, we work through our, what we've set out to do. This so, is impactful work. It's incredible working with a coach. It is. Oh. It is. And the other, the, the hint, they also start to realize that the benefits are, are wide. Like the impact, it impacts more than whatever they thought it was going to impact. So they might be coming to me with a, um, you know, they, where, they're, where they might be stuck is um, growing their business or growing themselves in their careers. Like how do they ask for more? That may be what they come to me for. But the impact of the work, it, it goes into their relationships, their health, their, um, a lot of times their money, it, money beliefs. Like it's, I sometimes, I just actually wrote something about this, you know, that commercial, that MasterCard commercial where the tagline was priceless, like they go oh, to yeah. the Facebook. Yeah. The coaching's kind of priceless. You may go for one thing, but you come out with so much more. And you get a toolbox, but you also get a coach. Someone yep. that knows how you work, knows what tools you need, and can quickly recenter you and get you back to square one. Yeah, it's really like you've got someone that's looking inside your brain, like helping you see what's really going on in there. My analogy also is like you're stuck in the peanut butter jar, and when you're stuck in your own peanut butter jar, you can't read the label. 
Oh, so. backwards. Right. And all that oil stars <laughs> make yes. it accessible. But wait, who does your website? Do you do that yourself? I I do a lot of the editing on there myself now, but uh Krista Smith of Activate Her Awesome created uh-huh. it and she helps me kind of manage it a little bit now cuz I'm not I'm good but I'm not that good and yeah. um yeah, I, I read your blog, listened to a couple of podcast episodes. I mean, you are really working. What is it that keeps you so dedicated to showing up daily? I mean, it's like practicing anything, right? I mean, it's a, a, whether it's a sport or um, showing up and continuing to put content out there in the form of a podcast or a blog, I mean, that's what really makes the impact. So it's, yes, you know you need to be consistent, but it's being disciplined enough to do it. And, I mean, you know this too, when you're your own business owner, you have to hold yourself accountable. How do people learn? I think they really have to learn to kind of self-coach. I call it self-coaching. Do you think everyone can self-coach? You know what, I think everybody can at some point. It's a skill you need to develop, just like anything else. You have to be able to... I think the hardest thing for my clients is pausing long enough to really think about what you're thinking. Like that is, it doesn't sound easy, but it's hard. So you've got to be able to just pause and evaluate what's going on, what's working, what's not working, what do you want to do differently next time, and in order to move forward. So taking that time to pause is a huge key huge because sometimes that pause can be more than just five minutes it could be five months mm-hmm. five years even right. depending right. on what's going on in your life and then having the grace to like give yourself the, the grace to do that five minutes five months five years whatever it is that's a whole challenge yeah. in and of itself it is it is Andrea, it's been a real pleasure. I look forward yes, to our next conversation. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you so much. What are you doing the rest of the day? You know what, Andrea? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to okay. change my podcast recording setup because okay. if you see what's happening over here on my end with you, my first interview in a very long time since my mom passed, it's a yes. disgrace. But <laughs> I, that's my commitment for today. So thank you okay. very much. <laughs> Go for it. If you want to test it out on me, give me a call. Oh, it's sweet of you. I appreciate you, Andrea. Thank you very much. Thanks. Have a good day. Okay, you too. Bye-bye. All right, there are you podcast listeners. Before we wrap up this episode of the Lori Talks podcast, we want to give a special shout-out to Krista Smith of ActivateHerAwesome.com for website coaching, design, and strategy. This episode of Lori Talks features a very special artist and friend of mine. He is one of the creative minds behind the Lori Talks intro music and just released his latest album to all the major platforms, Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. You can find his videos on YouTube as well. Ladies and gents, I give you Dylan Mitchell, a.k.a. Grim the Reaper.
don't like that Why you throwing dirt on my name? Is it a game to you? You've never been good at playing games too I call you out and you don't have a clue When I see you right through it and you know it's true Just when I tried to say you're right You said goodbye, something ain't right And it haunts me Emotionless mindset, slightly frightening I'm kinda faded cause it don't make sense I can't replace this There's a map of the world in my hand if you just take it But your mind's made up and I can't change it If I'm mistaken then I take it Try changing, try patience Go ahead and call it petty but I threw away a bracelet Maybe you can just replace it You know the one with our faces and it didn't mean did it Don't like that.